Welcome to the podcast. I'm Cass and this is All Things Mystical. And I'm Gabrielle and we're here to empower you to be mystical beings in this modern day world. Hey my loves, welcome back to this episode. My name's Gabrielle. If you're new here, I am here with my co-host Cass. Hey Cass. Hello, thank you, thank you. So excited. Same. I'm really excited for this topic of how we chat to our guides and get all Mm -hmm. mystical and mysterious. Mm. So in this episode, we're going to give you the tips and tricks that we use to connect to our guides. We actually connect in two completely different different ways and I think it's really interesting to highlight the different types of ways to connect Mm. all right so Cass Mm. how do you connect to your guides and in what ways and what does it feel like for you Ah, yes, I primarily connect with my guides through meditation Uh, so I guess most mornings when I sit down to meditate obviously just I go through the process of kind of like clearing and and um, and I just like normal meditation because I generally meditate for about 45 minutes minimum. And then once I feel myself kind of like calmed down, that's when I can kind of feel the, the connection with my guides. And then I'll kind of be like, Hey, what's up guys? Like, what do you got for me? Um, and that's generally when I kind of get into, I suppose, a conversation in a sense so that I don't actually hear anything from them. It's, it's feeling and that kind of like class cognizance, um, I guess, nudges within me of, of what they're telling me to do. So I know that's obviously very different to what you do. Mm. Can I just ask like Mm. for our audience, like how do you transmute that energy into words? Like how would you explain that happens? Oh yeah, cool. Well, I guess for me, a lot of the actual guidance that I receive from my guides is coming from that like clear cognizance where I will just be like, I feel their presence. So for me, I feel and I get this like shining light in my, I suppose, vision when my eyes are closed while meditating. So I have three guides that I primarily work with. Um, One's like kind of like an angel. One is a... Yeah, the other one comes so and then he comes in from like the left hand side. So if he's coming in to connect with me, I get like a sort of bright light come through my vision on the left hand side. He's the guide that I primarily work with. So if I'm generally receiving any type of guidance, that's who um, comes through. I have a guide who generally comes through as like a light from the center. Um, she's like my healer. So generally when I'm doing like Reiki, she comes through. And then, um, I have like an old guy on the left-hand side, the same thing. I know who's kind of connecting with me, um, depending on where the light is kind of shining through my vision. Otherwise that's obviously like it's black. Mm. Um, so, you know, by being clairvoyant, well, that's what you call it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So but I'm not physically, I guess for me, I'm not actually seeing, because I know some people, like, they actually physically see, um, you know, their mm. guides, but I'm just seeing a light. But yes, you, you can call that clairvoyant. So I really teach for the aspect that all of our clairs are a scale. Mm. So, like, 
differentiating light based mm. off who's coming in. It's like a light switch is being turned on. So the light switch to the left is this guard or the light switch to the right is this side, right? So you're seeing a light switch turn on and off in mm. effect. So that is visually seeing something. And this is where so many people that I see get really hyper confused. I don't know if you've had this, but they're mm. like, I don't really know what I am because I'm mm. seeing this blob. And, like, mm-hmm. for a lot of my growth as, like, becoming psychic, everything were just blobs. Like, it was a blob city. It was, like, oh, like, central here. And, like, that is the beginning of your Claire's growing into a mm. heightened sense. Yeah, I can feel that because there have been times when I've been meditating and I know that you've said my clairvoyant, you know, it's obviously heightening. I am getting stages where I'm, like sort of starting to see the outlines of a face and then I'm gen- and again it's coming on that left hand side so I'm like okay cool like he's definitely there um so I'm not clairaudient I haven't experienced any form of actual like voices coming through so for me once I have that light come through um I just get these like you know, I, I think it's really important. I know for my clients, they really struggle with trusting when they receive these messages because I, I think you agree most people are clear cognizance. That's how they receive these messages. Um, and, you know, I'll just be kind of sitting there and, and there'll just be something totally random come through. And I'm like that. I, I, I genuinely am like, I, I wouldn't have thought about that for any other reason than it's obviously coming through as a message from my guides. Mm. Do you feel the same? Well, you're completely different. Yeah, I'm completely different. So, so different. Like, I would never receive a message without like being in the space of awareness that like I'm here to take an action. Mm. So like I, I have these like I was trained in that way, and like where I went to school, it was like you have to know, don't like it's almost like don't let your spiritual life impede on your human life mm. because yeah. that's when we start to like worry and wonder right yeah so like that's how I was trained and that's how I teach um so it's a completely different aspect but I completely see where you're coming from and the fact like sometimes we get messages and like I've watched people go oh and this and I'm like cool where did this come from yeah and that this has a completely different association like it has a completely different feeling 1000% and I think it's important important as well as like I never take that that one thing as like the one and only sign that I need to do something like Mm. I feel that anytime I've ever received a message from my guides it's been followed up in further signs Mm. or um directions so either from tarot cards oracle cards um I've like physically obviously asked for a sign throughout the day through obviously like you know numbers or you know the yellow butterfly that I use so I think as well, like you just discern, like sometimes things come up and you're like, that's, that, that's my ego or that's not actually um, from my guides. But I feel, I feel that within your body, you like, I know for me, I know when it's actual guidance. Cause I, I know I will, most mornings I sit down, I'm like, all right, guides, like, what do I need to know? Like what guidance do I, do I need? Mm. And I know that really amazing messages and guidance that I have received from them since I've been, and like, bit of background like I only connected with my guides back in February of this year like mm-hmm. it's August like this is quite a new um I suppose practice for me but the really life-changing guidance that I've received from them I haven't just gone oh I've just had a random thought quotation marks pop up in my head I'm gonna just trust that I've gone further with it 
Mm, and that's really important to know how much guidance you need before you do take action so you can like work with your team like so many people Mm. believe that oh my god I have to like fit and mold to my team but your team also has to fit and mold to you so you have to have the knowledge of what you need to feel safe and secure working with your team like for me my limit is like cool I'm going to come to you for guidance on this subject yeah the guidance is guidance I will take it as that and I perceive that everything that I was having this conversation this morning. Everything that we talk to our guides about is our guides are guiding us in the direction that Mm. we told them before we got here. Our guides are only pushing us towards the path in which was a predestination that we asked for. Yeah. Like they're not just pushing us towards something willy-nilly. And that their guides, like let emphasize the word guide. Like I just feel that you don't have to take everything that they you know tell you as gospel either mm. i think some people get very well they've told me to do this thing and i'm and um it doesn't sit right with them on a like really human sense but they they can get very consumed by well my guides told me to do it so i should do it mm. but then i guess that's also discerning is that ego or is that self because mm. we can never be a hundred percent clear channel because we only can give information and receive information through what we have received and learnt through in this life so when I have a similar situation like I was really stuck on where to move and what to do and am I making the right choice and my guides told me like a very clear answer that I wasn't to stay here to be honest and Mm. I was like "Uh, no that doesn't feel right so that's when I go to someone else that I truly trust with my whole heart who has similar aligned abilities to myself And I generally rock up at that appointment with that beautiful reader and they're just like, I don't understand why you're sitting here. You already know the answer. But I'm really paying for a two-second conversation. Mm. But I'm really there to get clarification. And there's so much. Like, I spend so much of my money and my time and my energy going to other healers and teachers just because we learn these things for ourselves doesn't mean that Mm. we're always correct or we're always right or we're always doing it the best way like I'm very much like I have my set people that I go to and I take their words and their advice very close to gospel because I've been with them for so long and I trust them now Mm. and it's really good to have that support system of other readers and other people and other healers I can't be in control of my own energy all the time I'm in contact with I teach 11 people every week plus readings right Mm. that's so many people's energy that i'm in and out of imagine if i was in a workplace as well i need someone to help me manage my own energy because i can't be accountable for seeing everything around me i'm only here looking at the front i'm not here looking at the past at the back of me yeah and i feel like having these people in our lives are you know it it is that and and i feel like you're and we are both almost um you know an, another person for each other in that aspect but we mm. you, you need those kind of like third party observers in your life that are going to come at it without the kind of like rose colored tinted glasses that we tend to have on our own life because again you can get very swept up in the ego aspect of when you're receiving these type of guidance you know from your guides of whether you think it's the right or wrong thing mm. and they're not going to be tainted by that oh i love it yeah and i think that is really important but 
also building the trust with your team like mm. you have three people that you trust and like I very much trust everything my guides say there are sometimes that I'm like oh I don't really know if I should do that but I will go and seek help and guidance from outside of myself and because I believe that my guides are really part of myself like I truly have a very different view that I generally take everything that they say mm. like they plan my whole life that I like have CEO meetings with them and we like get our shit sorted and things like that so it is interesting to see our perspectives Mm. like I love that we can have these conversations and come from two different angles and I think this is very mature and like working like this is going to be so interesting for people to discern and figure out what frequency actually resonates with them themselves because like when we talk about resonance and does this resonate with you, we're talking about an energetic exchange. Our words is turning into a frequency that is running through these devices and it's coming into your velocity, into your auric field. And it's about discerning what feels right for you. So really feel into what brings you the most clarity. Mm, I love that. And it's so true. I think a lot of people, they get stuck in what's the right way of doing these things and I I we had we were literally just talking about this Gabs feels that what she does or, or believes is like right and I, I probably do as well but I just think everyone needs to have their own discernment and mm. what feels right for them I don't feel like I will probably ever fully believe within one time of them telling me you know my guides say do this I think I'm always going to come back to myself and seek guidance outside of me be it from um, you know, a healer or reader or through my tarot cards. I love my tarot cards, my oracle cards. Mm. They give me just as much guidance as what my guides do in a lot of ways. Mm. But they're both resonating off a frequency that is inside of you too. Mm-hmm. So that is beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. And how I work with my guides is I have, a like, we all have up to, like, 300 guides. I've met people who I'm like, whoa. Like, they're trying to, like, their guides are like, this is how many they have. And... Like we all have guides for different reasons. And one of my favorite stories is one of my girlfriends from home. Her name is Kim and she's been on my podcast before actually, guys. She's terrified of the water. She's grown up near it her whole life. And she had one of her main guides was petrified of water and they had this past life together. So every time she went to the water, she was petrified, right? And her main doorkeeper, so our main guides are generally a doorkeeper. They actually let in and out other energies, other beings. And they're like most of the guides that people channel if they're unaware so when I started like we live two minutes to the beach where we live right and she was like I'm not going to the beach and I was like this is the most ridiculous thing I heard so I actually did a reading on her and I was like discerning like why is this happening and I asked that guy to step away and we went to the beach and she swam she like jumped in the water fearless Mm. so it's so interesting and I use that conversation and this story quite often because this is how our guides work with us they have energy and we can take that on because our guides are guiding us they're also blocking things that they seem as isn't of our highest good and we take on and a really important conversation is I always talk about my guides as oh they're angry right but they're never angry they're the most loving individuals they don't even have the perception of anger that we have right Mm. they we are only filtering that information through our lens so like 
like I'll be like they're angry at me because they wanted me to do something last week but they're telling me with love but to me my filter is like oh my god I've let them down Mm. so it's really interesting to question how they're coming through why they're coming through and they all have their individual job right so I really work really close with my doorkeeper and then I have Palladian guides that I chat to so they're extraterrestrial so they are from the Pleiades star system they're the keepers of the Akashic records so I hang out with them quite a lot they're a continuous part of my team now um, but then I just have like normal guides and angels who also pop in and pop out um, but I generally spend 90% of my energy and conservative psychic work with the Palladians because they're who I resonate we communicate at a similar frequency together and for me to do that work I just sit down I cleanse the space that I'm in I open my chakras I expand my auric field so there's room in my energy capacity to let in my guides and then I just a trance channel which is letting them actually step into my full being this is something that I've been doing for years and I let them speak through me. I record it every morning. I do about seven minutes. If here or take, sometimes it's 30 and we lose track of time. Sometimes it's five. You never know what you're gonna get. So when I do do it, I have to have ample amount of time because I'm not cognitively aware of what I'm doing. So that's how I work with my team. And then I shut down, close down, continue with my day. So we work in like the complete polar opposite. Mm. Like to me, meditation is quieting your mind. Psychic development is like, my antennas are out. Let's go, guys. Like, what have we got here? Where's galactic space? (laughs) (laughs) So different. But I think you, because I mean, really for me, it's very, very rare. And in saying that though, it is starting to become a little bit more common for me now as I connect with them more and I'm a lot more aware of what they feel like in my aura. Mm. Like I, I definitely only started with just only connecting with them in that meditation space but you connect with them throughout the day though right yeah like I can always sense them if I wanted to like reach out like my auric field like and to my perception is my guides are an extra extension of me they're not a separate entity and that's where our practices split down the middle yeah. right mm. so like if I'm walking around and I feel like I get a ringing in my ear which is such a popular thing that happens or I feel like my third eye is pulsing I'll tune in because that's my sms Mm. that's my like hello we have something for you can you please listen now would be a great time I don't care what you're doing as a human being and that's where I take discernment as is this really now the right time I spend a lot of my time doing this stuff like I'm Mm. open like I coach three people a day I'm open for like six hours if I'm out at dinner, maybe I won't listen. <laughs> just mid-conversation. Sorry, guys. I just need to, like, take a second. I spend so much time quiet. Like, yeah. sometimes if you see me, like, I'll just go dead quiet. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Why do we need me? And then I try and, like, ease back into the conversation. <laughs> and the rest of us are just sitting around, like, Gab's spaced out again, having another conversation in another dimension. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's like the life that I live and how I work is completely like an outside thing. Do you know what I mean? But you've also created a life that allows you to have that though. Yeah. Like you can be open, you know, a large majority of the day because 
you know, the way you're obviously working, connecting with people, and then you're obviously generally in a house that's very limited. You're not out in the public trying to work like a regular job. Mm, So, you know, this being open isn't, I mean, I wouldn't advise to do it (laughs) if you're working a regular job. Yeah, like keep closed. Picture that white field. I just think on like speaking about being closed, do you want to take just like what that means? Because I feel like you're the expert there. Yeah. So I learned psychic development through a very old system. Mm. So where I went to school for this, I was already, if you listen to the past episode, I already had mediumship under my belt before I went to school. So they taught us in a way that was like, you have a regular job and you don't do this full time and this is to speak on platform. So I went to school really so I could run a service at a church because the school I went to, like that school is based on a religion. So I want you to know that it's quite, in my view, it was very unhealthy that we were being trained to become essentially to run a service like a religious service Mm. so in that way we were taught to like oh my gosh you're going to have all these people and then after the service you have to close down so we were really taught to like preserve and use our energy in such a way that was for the masses which i actually believe is an amazing thing because how many people do we come in contact with every day and this is something that i will never be angry or sad about my experience has led me to this place and i am so blessed to do what i do so when i work as a psychic um and i see anyone in a day what i do is i open expand my chakra system so most people and i was originally taught off seven chakras so we have seven to some people say there's 140 if you look um like there's chakras on our hands and on our feet Mm. and there's like there's even like chakras between our sacral and solar plexus so most people use a seven point chakra system you can use whatever you like you can use three or five it doesn't matter you can use 10 at the moment i'm using 10 but we go through our chakras are actually wheels and balls so they actually expand and contract so there's a chakra So we have our crown chakra and I'm just going to use the seven here. So we have our crown chakra. That's just like, imagine it like one lotus at the top of your head, right? And then we come down to our third eye. There's actually a chakra in front of us and a chakra behind us. So everyone that's on our physical, tangible body that isn't our crown or our root chakra has a chakra in front of you and a chakra behind you. The chakra in front of you represents you in the future. The chakra behind you is the representation in the past so when i work psychically i actually expand these chakras from the size of a 20 cent piece if you're from australia or the size of a penny Mm. Mm, something small to the size of your palm it's really hard to get into conversions guys i spend my day trying to convert things like time and temperature and this is just not fun right (laughs) so (laughs) okay pull it together yes we got this um so i use them as cogs so they kind of open up it doesn't matter which way some people like when i went to school there was a certain way to do it i let people be their own intuition though i give them really strict structures of how i perceive is the best way to help them so they have the boundaries so this is one of my main ways that i use as a boundary so when i enter into the outside world i'm closed off 
So I expand all my chakras. I then expand my auric field. When I talk about expanding our auric field, I'm just talking about the first layer, the etheric field. There's seven layers to an auric field. Some people say there's more. You can do your own research and decide what is best for you. Mm. But our etheric field is actually only meant to be like five centimeters away from the body at max. The world we're living in and star seeds, they're expanding their auric field a lot of the time to help people and yet they don't know why. So they're reading other people's energies. This is what people call an empath. They're just someone walking around with an expanded auric field, taking on other people's energy because our energy isn't just contained to our physicality. This is why people astral travel. This is why we have auric fields. It's a display of our energy outside of our body. So I expand my auric field, not to the size of the room, just to my guides behind me, if they're behind me. If I'm reading a client for the day, I wrap my auric field around my MacBook and I'm physically letting the internet connect us. Mm. So don't think too hard about that because your brain's kind of like, yeah, but how does that work? And it doesn't matter. It just works. It's freaking magic. Mm. Magic with a K. Oh, yeah. So... um that's how I work and then at the end I always close down bring in my auric field sage cleanse myself as well at the end especially if I've just done client work if I'm working with my guides I don't have to open my auric field because they're an extension of me Um, but I do try and keep that as a practice because I am very hard on like this is my personal time like please do not interfere with me when I'm on a bus Mm. or like in a movie it's like why are you interrupting me i'm in a movie like i'm allowed to like i came here to learn certain things and so many people would perceive this as hard i also have rules that one of them was <laughs> broken this week and i think i should talk about that with mediumship i was texting a girlfriend and um someone in her family came through and it was 9 30 at night and i was like reading my book and i was like oh god there's someone here and I can feel him and why is he here and he was like blue 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 and I had to like tell her like I really feel like he's here here are some facts she believed me she got the message that he's here working with her to help her live in alignment to her purpose because it was all about purpose and I very much always work about purpose purpose is my dharma right but I helped her settle in but I only do that five times a year like I have a have a limit. I'm only here to l- deliver messages when it's crucial to that person's development. Yeah. Otherwise, they can come and find me and we can have an equal energy exchange. Otherwise, it can be highly draining on someone. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think as well, just talking about discernment, just back to opening and closing, yeah. that can sound very overwhelming for someone who's potentially never been aware of, I suppose energy and and in like a advance i feel like that's very advanced yeah like i run a very advanced course 100 percent. like i just want to really point that out if you've just listened to that and gone what the fuck is she talking about opening and closing your chakras here's like a very simplistic way for me like gabs has taken me through that and if i'm feeling overwhelmed or i know that i have to say go shopping i would go through that process but i'm also a really big believer in intention so for me Um, If I'm sort of like leaving the house or anytime I finish uh, doing a reading for a client, I literally just sit there for a second. I'm just like, okay, cool. Like I'm closed off. My energy's mine. Mm. And that for me 
personally works yeah but i'm also not probably working in the same capacity as what you are Mm. like how i'm teaching the things that i teach through you are very much for self like i am here as a being to help and grow myself where i'm how i teach is like cool you're going to interact with 100 people today like how are we going to deal with this Mm. like i think and that's what's beautiful about us that we can come from both those aspects of like it's two completely different usages. Mm, yeah. I, numero uno, I only care about myself. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how to say uno numero. N- numero uno. <laughs> but I'm here if you're a star seed and you feel like you're here to help the masses. Like we're, we're for two different spectrums. Yeah. I mean, like I'm obviously helping my clients connect with themselves and, and do their own thing where 100% you are like the people you're working with are like I'm here to like change the world yeah give me a business this is my purpose yeah like, I can't do anything else and yeah. like it's interesting I love it and it's so we, we while very similar so different in the same aspect like people yeah people are coming to me they're like I'm anxious I'm confused I'm the world feels too much I just want to be me yeah whereas I feel like the people have already gone through that journey and then they part come way. part way <laughs> they come to you and they're like okay cool like I realize I'm here to like I'm, I'm like I'm a star seed. I'm here to make a huge difference. Really yeah, yeah. So if you feel like you're just like at that beginner stage, then just have that intention of my energy's me. But if you're really resonating, I feel like I've already gone through that. Then you can go through that opening and closing. Yeah, and it's and do you know what it really is? It is all just intention setting hmm. at the end of the day. Like all the principles I teach through is to build you an intention to have an intention is just another word for a boundary, hmm. right? Like hmm. I yeah. intend myself to go to the gym. Right is another way of saying my boundary is that I need to exercise three times a week so I'm healthy, fit, and I can move my body with ease. Mm. No difference. Yeah. We just have these humanized words that we perceive have one defined meaning. But when we start to look at it as an interconnected way, we see that there's so much overlap. Definitely. Yeah. Do you feel like you've covered off how you connect with guides? I think so. Yeah. Me too. Like, I just feel like I, I really hope that what we've been able to get across um to the listeners is that you know everything really is quite individual and if you've never connected with your guides before um i mean for me obviously my recommendation is to just take some time sit peacefully in meditation to slow down your frontal cortex to slow down your frontal cortex yes that's what i was sort of trying to like explained before of like I go through a process of like probably 20 minutes or so of meditation of just slowing myself down slowing that frontal cortex and then you know I can actually connect with and um, receive that guidance so again that's just my personal preference for anyone who's like just beginning yeah a hundred percent because like the people that I work with like they're already meditating for 30 minutes like that's a practice we learn together Mm. but to connect we actually have to be outside of our mind and like one of the best tips that i can ever give to anyone is if you're in that space imagine your brain is a windows 98 computer i love this analogy Mm. right and you're dragging your mind into the bin you're letting that go you're telling your ego it's no longer allowed to be here and once you're that clear yeah hollowness you've got room to communicate and, and this is where, you know, some people, when, when I try and explain, this is why you have to learn how to meditate before you can connect with your guides. Because like for me personally, I always say to people, meditation isn't just about clearing your mind. It's about getting really comfortable with your thoughts. Mm. But then when you're ready to connect with your guides in meditation, it's like, cool, take it, throw it in the bin, just be 
and mm. then see what comes through. Do I find f- that so interesting. I never could meditate even when I was in class. Like I had never, I've only just recently in the last like 10 months meditated. Yeah. So it's an, <laughs> we are the opposite in everything we believe. And that is just the truth of how humanity works. We came here mm. and my biggest belief is to be sovereign beings, to make our own choices and whether there is no right or wrong. Yeah. And it's just working what works for ourselves. And I think we're here to do that, to very much be like, what you perceive is what you perceive. And I don't give a shit if you think my (laughs) advice or whatever is wrong, but this is just where I sit in the now. And I think what we're doing here is amazing to have two opposite beliefs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like for me, like I'm a big believer in that all of us as individuals need to go out and, you know, have people in our lives mentors teachers family friends whatever that you know we can start to learn this information from in some capacity like I know that I've had some extremely powerful um, relationships in my life that have helped to get me to where I am in in either like a professional aspect um, or friendship and that has helped me build my model of what I perceive and I guess you've had the same experience, but in a completely different, you know, like, and I think that's what we're all here doing. And I think it's, you know, making sure that we are taking just the bits and pieces of what we hear or read or experience, discerning what we, discernment, 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 right? Discern what we believe is right for us and then go forth. Mm. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in for this episode. That's all we have for today. If you want to connect with us, I am on Instagram at Gab- I am Gabrielle Bentley. I know it. And if you want to connect with Cass, it's inspired by Cass. Um, we would love to meet you and chat to you on our Instagram feeds. Um, but until then, I hope you can take our two very opposing views and see mm. what is right for you and energetically feel into that. So thank you for being here with us and we will see you next week. Thank you, guys.